Hello, everybody, and welcome to the NetFlops podcast. This is the podcast where we break down movies that are on streaming services uh, and are poorly ro- uh, rated on Rotten Tomatoes and the like and the IMDb's. Uh, my name is Andy Doherty, and I am along with my co-host, Adam Janketic. Hello, hello. Adam, we watched this movie called Abduction. Yeah, it was Taylor Lautner's breakthrough movie after Twilight. Yeah, so his first movie is it his first movie. After, I don't think it was his first movie after Twilight, to be honest with you. I think we did check on it, and I'm pretty sure it was like Twilight ended 2014. This is 2015. I'm pretty sure it was his okay like, after a Twilight movie. Um, this movie, the plot of this movie <laughs> is very insane because nobody gets abducted. Yeah, I was about to be like before we start <laughs> anything, the movie's a lie. <laughs> What's What's the deal with us picking these movies that also then are incoherent to what their titles are? The Wrong Missy, the same way, right? The Wrong Missy yeah. uh, and and um, whatever. We were the twin, Jack and Joe, right? Because they were supposed to be twins and they were fraternal twins. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, which I don't know. I don't count that. I, something had to have happened where, like, something got skewed or... Something like that, because th- this movie goes off the rails a bit. So, uh, just to break it down for, like, the summary of the movie, the synopsis of the movie, Taylor Lautner is, like, a party kid. I, I can't tell <laughs> if he's supposed to be, like, a nerd or if he's supposed to be, like, too cool for school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, he rides a he rides a bike. He rides a motorcycle to school. No, no, no. It's a dirt bike. <laughs> Is it? I yeah. Thought it was a motor- I thought it was a full-on motorcycle. No, because it had that weird plastic metal thing over the, like, the front tire. Okay. That like dirt bikes have. I was and distracted. It, it had, like, I thought his jacket wheels. was on the back of it, so I so I <laughs> thought I thought it was. A- <laughs> but um, so he drives it to school every day, but then he can't talk to a girl. That no, it's so weird because it, in the beginning it's like, oh, who's this girl? And it's like, oh, he's her neighbor. Oh, they kissed in eighth grade. Oh, they used to hang out all the time. Beside, and then high school they didn't. And it's like, where is all this coming from? Well, that we don't find that out until like until like way, way later, later in the movie. Yeah, uh, they just literally they're all they're all their scenes are just them staring at each other, and their yep. friends, his friends are like, yo, dude, you should go. You should go address that situation. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, "We haven't talked in a long time." <laughs> like the scene just moves on. Yeah. So I mean, there was like so much put on that he had these rage issues. You, you remember yes. that from the beginning of the movie? And yeah, that like, control your anger, like think, use your head. But there was never like a realization that that was ever a problem. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was going to be like um. Like a Fight Club scenario, where or like a Jason Bourne thing, where like he has all this special stuff, and like this movie, the, the plot twist in this movie is it didn't turn out like that. Well, so he's like just a regular kid in school and everything, um, yeah. And he gets assigned to do a project uh, with obviously it ends up being the neighbor, uh, and then through the project Karen. he finds out that <laughs> Karen <laughs> and his name's Nathan. Which you don't hear until, like, you hear it once at the party in the beginning. Like, she walks past them and she's like, hey, Nathan. And then you don't hear it again for, like, like another 10, 15 minutes. It's not until, like, they come attacking him do they find out that his... Like, like they start saying his name just then 
completely like every other sentence that they say Nathan. Like it was it was a long stretch. I'm like they we haven't even said these characters' names. Like and then and then it was just bullet like like Nathan 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 yeah, yeah, Nathan. Yeah. It was very it was very weird. It was I, very I, weird. Do you think we have to go in, into the uh, the entrance scene where he's just riding on a on a truck windshield going like 75 around turns? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember. So um, uh, I think his name is Gilly, the guy who does fake IDs and stuff. I remember him. I don't remember his other friend. He's only there for that party, and then that's it. Yeah. And wrestling. And the wrestling. Yes, scene. yes, yes, yes. Which is that's another scene we can talk about <laughs> later. So yeah, and then so he they're going seventy five miles an hour around turns in Pittsburgh, which yeah, amazing. <laughs> how how like I thought Pittsburgh was like suburban. They made it look very like like hilly, didn't they? Like it looked like there was a lot of woods around, right? Like, yeah, yeah, and even when they get away later, right? That like the tw- two times they get away, they go in just woods. Yeah, <laughs> very very woody Pittsburgh. Um, and then at the end of that scene, when they pull up to the school or wherever they, I think they went to the party. I think yeah, they like, yeah, it was party. a random house party. Yeah. When they pull up and they stop the truck, he goes flying. Yeah, off. like they go from like a good 30, 25 to just dead stop, and he just rolls off the ki- off the truck, and it's him, it's Taylor Lautner. He just gets up. It's a, it's a single cut. Oh, so, he uh, did he did all of his own stunts in this movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I if I vaguely remember. Um, I think he has like a lot of uh, martial arts training. Oh, in real life? Yeah, in real life. So that probably went over, which is I thought I was gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be you know there are a lot of good fight scenes and a lot. Which you know there, there were one. <laughs> I liked I liked the good fight scene in the beginning when he comes home drunk from the party and his, <laughs> and his parents are like worried of where he was and he just gets a, the shit beat out of him by Dude, yeah. His, his, that, oh, you want to drink like a man? You gotta fight like a man. It's like, sir, your son's seventeen. <laughs> Uh, I like I like how also the mother comes out and she just looks at them and just goes, "My boys." <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure the dad like knocks him like flat on his face. Oh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the scene. So so Taylor ends up like fighting back and he ends up like getting in an elbow and knocks like his dad down. And he's like, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna play dirty and everything." And he's like, "Yeah, you said always oh, in the fight." And then the dad looks at him back and says, you want to play with no rules? You you better be careful what you let out the box. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what that line means. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, that that fighting little, like, it wasn't even a montage. It was literally like a, like a few cuts of them like sparring. It was a long time. It was it like was a eight long minutes. It was a long time. It was a very long time. Which like... When you're trying to make it look like that a character is good at something, <laughs> I don't think you should show him just like getting the shit beat out of him for six minutes in the it, beginning of the movie. It could have been a, like, dude, two minutes. It's plenty of time. You're like, oh, like this, him and his father train a lot. Eight minutes is like, we get it. Like it, it, it didn't like start. It like ramped up. Like it was like, oh, they're like hit, hitting gloves. Then all of a sudden, oh, they're doing a little more. Oh, they're like grappling. Oh, they're wrestling. The, at the end, it's just like them like hitting each other. It's like <laughs> okay, You're killing you, killing. Yeah. I mean, it does end up paying off. Like that. That's yeah. the one good thing about that scene is that later in the movie, it does end up paying off. But I'm saying it. It. it 
why did it have to ramp up like that? Why couldn't it have been like, oh, they were just like, ima- all right, ready? Imagine, like, oh, like, dad, I'm hungover. I don't want to fight. And then they're both just fucking, like, going at it, like Jackie Chan, like, fucking nonstop. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, what? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, if they were, like, flipping and, like, getting in a, like, hold, I'd, I would have been like, oh, this guy's nuts. Oh, he's going to hungover? What? You know, instead of, like, oh, dad, I don't want to box Ted. And he's, like, jabbing fucking the mats. I'm like, right? Oh. Yeah, they were they were really killing each other. <laughs> yeah, at the but, end, yeah. Oh man, that oh, was can, just so funny. Can we also, uh, uh, in my notes, the the uh, the college boyfriend at the party who was like a foot taller than him, and he was like, "I will take him," and I'm like, "Dude, no, his shoulders as big as your head. Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> no, remember he's got he's got rage issues. Yeah, so. he's got rage issues that never come up again. <laughs> That never came up before or after. We don't get to control yourself. <laughs> blah blah blah. And then he goes to like he goes to his his psychologist, and she's like, who's who's played by Sigourney Weaver, and and she goes like, uh, he's like, yeah, I made a, I was at a party and I got challenged to a fight, and I said no, and I walked away. And she's like, that's great, you showed restraint. But like, and she was like all proud of him and praised him for it. But then like when he went home from that party, he then got the shit. <laughs> That made no sense to me. That made absolutely no, no sense to me. Like, how is he supposed to control this thing that's supposed to be a problem? Uh, <laughs> he was very wishy-washy with it. And then, uh, sorry, I, uh, I can't remember when this was, but the the college boyfriend of uh, uh, Lily Karen. Collins. Lily Collins, Lily yes. Collins is, is Karen, and she's the main um, love interest in the story. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, neighbor. So uh, they, they have a fight. I, again, I think it's somewhere at, between after the fight. Um, uh, uh, him and his father, and like he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna date any other fucking college girl. Why am I dating a high schooler?" And it's like he just gets in the car and goes. I'm like, "What? Was that the thing? Like, I thought, why couldn't they have just done the bare minimum of like, oh, like, like, oh, I could date any other cheerleader. I'm the captain of the football team. Then go in his car and drive. You know what I mean? Like, one line would have been like, oh." What? Why is she just dating this random like college guy? Why is this college guy dating a high schooler? Because then he can go go and leave after they fight. They can go. <laughs> he can just go back to college, and you can just write him out of the script. Boom. <laughs> well, they wrote out the third friend in the script, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that third friend definitely does never show up again. He's... And Gilly does like everything. Else. Well, he he's like the. He's the, the jack um, of all trades, like the fucking. Uh, not even like he comes in at the most convenient time yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of the term no, of the I, character. I hundred percent understand what you mean. Yes, in, in dangerous, threatening uh, areas. Uh, is uh, fucking. Uh, it's just an M, I think. Right, fucking. His the name of the third friend. No, the oh, what's, okay. what what's called? Uh, Machina, Deus Ex Machina. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like, definitely there. Yeah, like at like the perfect time, just for uh, it was. Uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it later when we get through. It. So they go back to school, and then they get this psychology teacher. Weird how it's a psychology teacher, and he's just tossing a baseball in his hands the entire time. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you guys are gonna do a project with partners, and you're gonna, it's gonna be for seventy five percent of your grade. <laughs> And then he's like showing them. He's like, "You're gonna like find missing kids? Like what?" Yeah, I no. He 
if I'm remembering correctly, he doesn't give explain a single like lick of what the project was about. He was like, "Oh, this grade's really important. I you guys all hate me. Oh, hate me more. Oh, kiss me power. Ah, I partnered you up. Like, and like that was it. I was like, "Wait, so, so sir, what? A psychology project? <laughs> Wait, hang on. Let me find the quote? names." No, okay. no, I have the names that he was saying at because he was like, he was like, you know, saying like these normal names. He was like, Dylan, you pair up with Mock, right? And he's like going through and it was like, you know, Karen and, and, and uh, Romeo Nathan. and Juliet. And well, there was one before it. It was like, um, let me find it. Oh my God, I can't believe I can't find it. It was like Lotslav and Mohammed. And then, <laughs> and then he goes to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, because I, I watch movies with subtitles, and I noticed that, too. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, Lots of Love and Mohammed, and then Romeo and Juliet. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, there was a scene at the locker that was right before that, before they go to class, where, like, uh, Gilly opens his locker, and he goes, whoa, what are you going to join join the militia or something? Yeah, he's like, oh, I go to the shooting range after school. What are you going to do about it? Three times a week. Yeah. And then he says, I'm he goes, a virgin. I'm a virgin. What else am I going to do? Dude, I thought that was going to come back. It never did. I thought he was going to fucking like, oh, I'm going to kill you, fucking Taylor Lautner. And he, Gilly just comes in and like shoots him. Be like, ah, oh, all this training at the, the shooting he's, range, you know? He's going to kick in the door and go, I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> what was that line? What was oh. the purpose of that line? Dude, right. I, like, again, I thought he was going to come in clutch one time. I do. I, I have no idea. That wrestling scene too. I honestly like the wrestling scene because compared to other movies, like um, what was that movie with um Jesse Eisenberg, um where he becomes a werewolf? Mm, um, cursed, cursed, I think it is. And he has a wrestling scene in that where he turns into a werewolf mid match and he like lifts a guy over his head and then does like a WWE style move to him. And I'm like, ugh, that's so like you know being a wrestler from high school myself. Like I was like, ugh, that that move is so disgusting. They actually were doing like decent moves and decent throws and everything in that in those on on that mat. So I was like, you know what? I could rip it. It was kind of weird that they just kind of like walked on. He's like, hey, hey watch this. And then like pinned him into. Yeah. It's like literally the, the, the ref blows the whistle. He hip throws him. And then like immediately the guy is pinned and the ref is like looking for it. And he's like, oh, he calls it. I'm like, and the match is <laughs> over. And that's all like that is for that scene. Besides, um, uh, Gilly loses his, his, uh, match right beforehand. And yeah. like that's it, and it's never mentioned again. Never, never anything. It literally just wrestling scene for the sake of being a wrestling scene. I think it's just supposed to show off his strength. I, and I and I guess, I guess it's supposed to show that Lot Tyler's training is paying off. Uh, again, maybe it's it sh- like a couple of things could have been different. And that was one of them. It, he could have been a sleeper agent. He could have been. You know what? What you know, whatever some gadget he had or like knowledge or something would have been better than just, oh yeah his like fake parents trained him like <laughs> you know right, so let's let's get into that so they start Lily, him and Lily Collins start off on this project and as they're looking through um like missing children who I guess have been missing for like years on end. I'm not sure what this project is. Yeah, I, I was just, I was on my tongue. I was like, I still have no idea. They never finished it. They didn't get the grade at the end. They probably failed their midterm. And then they start laughing at the ki- the missing kids. Like, yeah, like, like ripping on them. They're, they're like, like laughing, oh, this... going like, 
Paris Hilton and like blah blah blah. I, I, I can't actually remember have the real names. Yeah, okay, please, please. Uh, they, the first one they looked at him, and it was like a blonde kid who like looked nothing like these people. He said that's a mix of Jason Statham meets Justin Bieber. Then the <laughs> next one was Ryan Seacrest meets Lady Gaga, and then the third one she goes Matt Damon meets you. you. <laughs> Uh, and then this starts the whole thing of like he does the time warp and he thinks it looks exactly like him and it looked nothing like nothing him. like him the, the the picture of the kid nothing like him the warp <laughs> nothing like him and he's like no I'm sure this is me and L- I, let me look up these names <laughs> I can I I, I I we should have went over this but so uh in one of the earlier pictures of like you know describing oh he lives perfect family life they pan over the um family pictures and obviously like it it's it looks out of place again you know it told throughout the movie because he wasn't their kid but a lot of like it's just like a picture of them together and then like a random picture of him and then them two together and then a picture of him and like half like taylor his face is like his face you cannot like throw in another kid that's like a little like tan and be like oh that's taylor Lautner. like <laughs> no it doesn't work his face is so distinct and in half the things i'm like oh yeah that's like him on the sunshine board lava girl like yeah that's taylor Lautner. and then on, on, on another picture some random kid and it's like what what was it supposed to be yeah the chin so, so defined <laughs> so dude you cannot like just put in a random kid and be like oh that's tail out there trust me trust me that's like what that's so for a while i was like did they switch kids is that when he was adopted did the movie have any tie to the title you know that's when i didn't know you know well, but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. When you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, he looks nothing like that kid. <laughs> you went to his Instagram and were, like, sending, yeah. me, sending me his childhood photos that are on his Instagram. And you're like, why didn't they just use these? Which he has, th- he has throwback been Thursdays. Perfect. Yeah, of him, and his modeling old shots. Pictures of him. Yeah. old pictures of him in on the picture frames, too. But so not in, like, totally the child thing. The child, like search thing i don't know Jeez. well well they gotta they gotta pay somebody you know they just gotta pay <laughs> Do they? Maybe it was it was somebody's kid you know gonna be Why? a star one day gonna be, a star, gonna be in hollywood <laughs> um yeah so then he starts like really pondering of like whether these parents are real or not uh and we find out later that it was literally it was this i guess he's russian is he like a russian mob guy is he a russian arms dealer yeah, um, I, I again, it was just, it's a vague they never said thing. It. No, they never it was, said it. Right, it was a Russian intel like guy who had who was hoarding intel of like uh, people doing in uh, secrets or selling secrets. Okay, it, it was weird, but that's um, why, why he had the file because it was his data. Remember, uh, yeah, Carslow, Carslow, right? Yeah, Carslow, Co- Carslow. I'm sorry, yes, I mispronounced. Yes, don't worry. I... They barely say it. They say it like five times during the movie. I know. Um, but he sets up a phishing website to try and get um, get Nathan to fall for it, Tara Watner's character, which he does. Which is another stretch. How long do they have that phishing website out? Years, where they're like, apparently. oh, we'll, we'll get him eventually. Yeah, the CIA guy. The CIA head guy. I thought he was the head of the CIA. He apparently wasn't. But the, the, yeah. the CIA member who was, like, attached to Nathan's case is like, he's been doing it for years and it looks like he finally caught him. So it's like, if, if you're the CIA and you know this guy's doing that, why can't you take it down? What is the advantage of having that, like, those guys do the fishing? What, like, to be like, oh, they caught him, but they already know where Nathan is, so it didn't matter? 
<laughs> but they knew it was there and they knew when it got, got no, triggered. They Did had they- to trace him. They knew when it got triggered, but they had to trace him because uh, they go to like that chat help thing and he's typing in like, you know, uh, my name is blah, 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 you know, and they said, where do you live? And then they called him and then they hacked into his computer to find out his location and that's how they traced him. So that's how they found out. <laughs> it's a very antiquated way. That's how they found out. Very roundabout way of <laughs> figuring out someone's location. Um, which I mean, like, imagine if you were on a site of a missing person site and like you're talking to somebody on the helpline and they just go, "So where are you located?" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It wasn't a helpline. Wasn't it supposed to be like they were pretending to be his mother? No, they were. They were. He was going. I think that's me. So they said, let's just see what happens. I don't think they even said, like, oh, we're going to do this or had a plan. So he's like, uh, the chat line said, do you think you saw one of these people? And it was like, who, what name? And I think it was Nathan Price or Steve Price, whatever yeah. the, his real name is. And then uh, it said, have you seen them? And he said, possibly. And then the next line was, what is your location? Yeah. <laughs> and okay, then okay, they started okay. tracking him. Gotcha. Yes. Also, an- another thing I noticed, it took him like he like he was like 100% certain that like he was abducted and it took him like a good like, uh, you know, not around the real time, but like a good like t- 10 like movie minutes to be like, mom, am I adopted? And it's like, who who goes? Oh, hey, I think I think I was adopted, abducted, you know, as a kid. Maybe I should tell my parents. And then just like it's like a movie day goes by, and then he's like, "Hey, mom, are you my mom?" And she's like, "Oh, I, I gotta get your dad. Hold on, I can't right and now. She Hold goes, on." No. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a flat out no. Immediately, just gives it up. Like after apparently the secret that they're holding from him, just immediately gives it up. Dude, and it's also weird about who knows about this weird thing that he is with the two CIA operatives uh, in, in like their safe house or whatever you want to call it. And like only hit, like those, what four people I think they said. And then obviously um, uh, the therapist knows about it as well. Yeah. But it's like, why? Yeah. I just, you know, he's a bargaining chip for an international spy. Yes, that Andy. The plot of the movie was revealed 52 minutes into the movie. I yeah. didn't know anything that was going on. I like it was a mishmash, and then like the <laughs> the, the guy played Doc Ock, um, uh, Frank, <laughs> um, from the CIA. From the CIA, yes. 52 minutes is like, oh, if if this Russian guy gets his hands on him, he will use this kid as a bargaining chip, and then his father will give me the data. And it's like. Oh, that is why everyone wants this kid. I get it now. 52 minutes into the movie. Literally, it was nothingness. Like, of, so, yeah, go ahead. Well, there was, there was that, there's a confusing scene where, so <laughs> the operatives from Kozlov come to, I guess, no, kill him. They were hired, hired gunmen, I remember. Right. To, to come, okay, that's even weirder. Yeah. That it wasn't even like this dude's henchman. No, but it they, wasn't because the CIA. They speak, they speak English. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, the CIA uh, guy, Frank, was like, oh, they, we traced them to this guy. And that's how they knew. But it's like, how do you do that? How do you be like, oh, this guy knows that guy. <laughs> well, that guy knows this guy. Into, they that guy knows every the, camera. the Russian the guy. The CIA <laughs> hacks into every single camera in this movie. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I, mean I don't know. I don't know. That's probably how. They were gone and then some, but couldn't catch some kids on foot 
when they when they're running oh, away from him. Dude, that, that's my worst uh, Hollywood trope. Is like the kid is faster than the this third year old looks like he deadlifts like <laughs> all his these weight. people who are trained to kill <laughs> from both Kozlov's camp and from the CIA. They're able to outrun everybody. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's, yes. let's get into um. Well, 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 when the I, goons come over. Oh, do you have yeah, something before okay. then? No, I mean, I have one thing. So when he was doing that whole montage of like questioning whether these parents are his parents, mm. he, he has like industrial light bulbs. Did you see that? When he's like holding these inv- individual like industrial light bulbs that aren't like, it's not like a lamp. He has like individual ones like spread out of his room that like have like this dim effect on his on his thing and there's one scene where he's just staring at the picture with like one of the light bulbs just in the middle of his hand and i'm like it's an industrial fucking light bulb on on like a stem and you're just like fucking holding it right next to your face as you stare at a picture it was it was a very funny scene um and also when he goes over to karen's house after he's, he's questioning uh his dad says uh karen's kind of hot yeah and then kinda he like backtracks now. on it yeah um Oh, also, do you remember what Call of Duty was he playing? Was that oh, like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2? Modern Warfare yeah. 2. I remember playing... the scene of, of him driving like the snowmobile or whatever and yeah. shooting above it. I was like, is that Modern Warfare? <laughs> great catch. I have yeah. no notes too. That's a great catch. Uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, okay. Um, so then when the goons come over, they knock on the door and what what did they say was their thing? It was like the, the we're like the baby catching agency and like yeah. she was just like oh haha and then like slam the door. How did she know that they were bad guys? How does how does his fake mother know that she they were bad guys? Oh, well, she's CIA. Blah blah blah. You can okay kind of film the like. Also, how did the hired goons from this rush uh, Russian guy know to be like oh yeah let's get these fake IDs and fake badges for like the bureau of <laughs> Of, of something I, I can't remember child investigation yeah it was yeah. Bureau of Child Investigation or something like that and they had badges and IDs and like the whole nine yards and it didn't even work so why do that why not just bust in and kill them and in kill their them. sleep or something you know what I mean like what well good thing for them even though there was there was one casualty from their side good thing for them they killed both parents <laughs> they killed both big parents so mission successful <laughs> again train CIA, CIA operatives just like oh guy, guys coming in our home no security system in the safe house no nothing no like oh <laughs> yeah. Nathan go to the safe room like that we built especially for this moment that was bound to happen no nothing like no oh, I don't know um, and then so uh, how does it happen so the father comes in from the garage and he sees his wife dead or, or whatever, his partner dead. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the wife has a struggle and, and she gets, what, just shot, shot in the chest, right? Yeah, Something? she gets shot a bunch of times. He, like, unloads oh, yes, the yes, clip yes. on her. Yes. Um, and then the father, he says, I'm going to go get one of the, the henchmen split up and they say, I'm going to go get the kid. And he goes into, like, his room as, as Nathan runs away. Mm. And then the other henchman, I guess, just sits there. <laughs> I think he was just, like, sitting there chilling in, in their, like, living room. And then, uh, and then the father, the fake father, comes in, and they have a struggle. He ends up killing the henchman, the father. Um, yeah, he like snaps his neck. Yeah, that was a pretty intense scene. Yeah, that was a pretty intense scene. And that, I, and that I, wasn't PG thirteen. That was definitely not PG thirteen. <laughs> but I, I mean, there's a bunch of things in this movie that we'll get into later yeah. that, that I don't think were PG thirteen either. Um, so, so Nathan escapes, and he realizes that Lily's coming over. 
So he oh, heads Andy, back. Andy, we got we got to backtrack like five minutes. Why? <laughs> so um, ready? So when um, uh, what's your name? Karen, the the love interest, Lily Collins, gets uh captured by one of the goons, and like he's holding the gun to her head and he's got it pinned down, <laughs> and he's just going, like you won't feel it, it's fine, and he's like just like holding <laughs> her down, and it's like it's a good you know several seconds of like no stop moving, no it's gonna be fine, you're gonna I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna shoot you right in your head, and then Taylor Lautner goes, I know what I have to do. He goes, hey. And then it pans to him, and he gra- he has the time to grab a glass and then throw it after saying, hey! And then the guy goes, well, fuck, what am I going to do? Get hit by this glass and then shoot him? Or just cower at a glass being thrown at me and then get kicked to the floor? And then he missed. <laughs> yeah, he, misses he missed. Yeah, he, he missed. Hit him. No, it goes right over his head. Yeah, um, and that that is enough to... Uh... I guess, distract the gun <laughs> distract the other henchmen. But yeah, I was leading up to that. He kills the father before that too. So he ends up, he ends up shooting the father. The father gets distracted by telling Nathan to run and he shoots him dead. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and then I think that leads up to, so then, so then uh, Nathan starts beating the shit out of this, this armed henchman uh, inexplicably. And, as he's going to kill him, uh, it leads up to our favorite scene, yes. I think, in the movie. Oh, like, hands down, both of us, the second I was bringing it up, we're like, yes, dude, fuck, yeah, I love this scene. <laughs> so he's being the shit of his henchman, and he goes, wait, Nathan, because he knows his name. He goes, wait, Nathan, don't kill me here. There's a bomb in the oven. <laughs> so, but I, like... I thought the point was to capture the kid. Yes, that's a whole. That's another thing why um the the hitman didn't. I was like, oh, this, he can't kill him. He's got to capture him. Yeah. So like, why were they gonna blow up blow up the house? house? Yeah, right. Which on, which on, on again timer. again. <laughs> Where did they get the bomb? They were supposed to right, again. If their plan went successfully, and they were just like, oh, we're with the, like the the baby bureau investigative whatever. Why did they bring? Oh, oh, you know. Uh, yeah, let's. If this fa- fails, let's uh, put just bring out the bomb. You know. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Like th- their whole plan was to get inside, like nonchalantly, and just grab the kid and go. Why would they also have a bomb like on their person? I don't think so. I also, they're going to kill the CIA agents. How? They were going to kill the CIA agents, and then they were going to grab Taylor Lautner. But no, their and- their plan was to walk through the front door, like yes. and be invited. So why do they have a bomb? And also, why do oh, they, yeah. no, after that's... killing one of the parents, go, oh, we killed one of the parents. Ah, we got to delete the evidence. Let's put the bomb in the oven. <laughs> Not like, dude, imagine, you know, like, oh, it's a gas stove. Per- perfect. And they, like, turn on the gas and put the bomb on the stove. No, nah, nah, right in the oven. <laughs> on a countdown. <laughs> While they were still in the house trying to find the kids. Yeah. They put it on a countdown. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, I, it wasn't. It was like a dead man switch. It was nothing. It was just a counting down bomb, <laughs> and then and it explodes. Also, so so like, all right, T- Taylor's like beat this guy, and he's like, oh, blah blah blah. Where, where's my parents? Where's my where's Harvey? You know, he's beating him, where's and <laughs> and then he goes, oh, there's a bomb. Uh, the most important line in the whole movie. Then 
him and Lily Collins together go to look at the at the oven instead of Taylor like holding over him with a fist, going like, "Oh, check if he's telling the truth." They're just like, "Oh, set him down gently. Let's go look at the in the kitchen." You know what I mean? That was another thing where I was like, "What?" It reminds me of the visit. <laughs> Can you check what's in the oven? Can you mind getting in the oven to clean it? <laughs> oh, you gotta get real deep in that oven. Yeah, fucking. Oh my god, that was such an amazing like. Whoever thought of that line, like thank you, for that. <laughs> thank you for that. It was really well needed. I, I think that was the first moment in which I threw my arms up and went what? <laughs> like like I, that yeah. was the first moment because I I was watching it downstairs and I was like I was like laying down. I was like oh god, let's get I'm 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 in for a treat with this one, you know. And then that happened. I was like okay, I'm in it now. What's going on? <laughs> Well, it was weird because the movie, like, was not intense. No. And then that was, like, the first scene that was really super intense. Yeah. Like, he, sh- the one henchman executes the father, shoots him in the chest when he's telling Nathan to run, and then he walks up to the door to, like, see where Nathan is and, like, look down the street, and he kicks the father in the chest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is this man's dying when you shot him in the chest? You then kick him in the face. Like, what? What was that? Oh man, that was such a good scene. That was that was a beautiful scene. Like the for that scene alone, this movie should not be rated on a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I should have pumped it up to like a ten just so people could watch it. Because I doubt anybody watched this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, if honest, like that that's that it's not worth watching the whole movie, but it's worth watching that clip. I don't know. I I don't know. We'll we'll get into that later yeah, once later, we go through okay. the full synopsis. But like. I don't know. I feel like this movie was 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 hysterical. Also, so when this bomb is going off, they run into the pool for sh- for shelter, and the entire time when he's like in the water, like I'm just like that that shark boy. But, but then he's not even it would yes because in the sense of he's not even trying to like breathe. He's just looking at Lily Collins like there's nothing wrong. There's yeah. no water around us. No, Lily it, Collins it, is like yeah, and I know, like, and he's just whatever. like yeah, he's like I like I like. It had to have been some form of like, because he did, had to do that a lot in Trackborn Lava Girl, like sit in water and just like look around, I guess. Because it like it mirrored in my mind of him. I don't know if you remember Trackborn Lava Girl. Him in the shower of that scene where it was just he was just like hanging out in the shower, like I am Shrek Boy in the shower. <laughs> that, that's what I wanted because his eyes were just fully open and he was looking at her and he was like looking at the breeze and he was like watching stuff fall. I was like, this man is just living in the water. That's Shrek Boy. <laughs> And again, Lily Collins like holding her nose, like eyes closed, like trembling she's and hurt. stuff. She Being a good actress, shrapnel. yeah. <laughs> she got even during the explosion. Oh man! Also, and, did- and that's where I, the first point where I was like, Lily Collins is acting the yeah. shit out. Like she's acting circles right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, she she wasn't really like, you know, made, like nothing was given to her at this point, basically until then. Um, also, did you notice the LED pool lights? Yes. <laughs> the gamer mm-hmm. pool. Yes. <laughs> oh, They're oh, rich, man. They're CIA yeah. operatives. Oh, also, I don't know why. Because, again, nothing was explained in this half of the movie. They were He didn't know anything. He knows no. nothing at this point. From then on, he's like, oh, someone tried to kill my parents. He just ta- takes um, uh, fucking Lily Collins and they leave. Instead of, like, having the police come and be like, oh, what happened? Or, like, you know, the CIA come to their house. He just gets on their dirt bike. To- oh, no. I don't, I don't even know. Did they get on their dirt bike? Did he take a car? I don't remember. Yeah. He, I think that they take the dirt bike. And he, the like, goes bike, yeah. off-roading with it. They're, like, weaving through trees. Yeah, to get to the, the hospital. Yeah. 
And he's but, like, I'm taking you to the hospital. But it's like your house just blew up. And instead of going, oh, let's wait till the cops get here or, you know, whatever, fire department. And I can, like, explain. No, he's, like, hostile right now. Not waiting for the ambulance to show, inevitably show up. Even, like, the, the, he's driving and you hear sirens already. And then, like, he, he, the fire truck goes past. They pass like, one, yeah. You could have waited, dude, 20 seconds. And the ambulance I guess, would have been there. I guess he was, like, he was the thinking was, oh, there's people out to kill me. There's going to be more people out to kill me. Who can I trust? And that's, like, I think doubled down in the next scene when he's, like, he takes Lily Collins to the hospital. And it's, like, he he stares at the TV and it shows the explosion, the house explosion. Why would the CIA try to cover that up? Because when they're doing the report on it, they're, like, oh, this house exploded, but the people weren't home. You know what? I, I'm trying to – again, Andy, grasping up straws here. Maybe <laughs> they didn't want to show the undercover CIA operatives' faces or names. Okay. Again, grasping. <laughs> okay, so that they knew they were on the right track. Yeah, um, that that Kozlov was on the right yes. track. Yes, um, and then and then he goes to the phone and he tries to make a call. He then he tries to call nine one one. He dials nine one one, and the operator transfers him to the guy standing next to her. Yeah, and he goes Nathan, and he goes <laughs> hi. <laughs> Like a normal conversation and he's like are you doing okay son or i don't think he said son but i think he's like are you doing okay and he's like yeah i'm shaking up a little bit my parents just got killed in front of me i i, <laughs> I think now is a good time to 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 put i i know we talked about this taylor lautner's uh his after twilight movie but man can this guy not act <laughs> like 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 when he's that's like me from like i have a little theater background but like me just going like oh i'm a little shaken up a bit i did not hit her i did not you know what i mean like well hey like, listen tommy wiseau is in this movie later so why don't you show him some goddamn respect <laughs> <laughs> all right because <laughs> when kozlov starts talking he sounds exactly like oh him. yeah their accent is um yes kozlov yes okay that's who i was making fun of i wasn't sure who I, who the person i was making i can't remember if it was hot kozlov or the or the, like the the really close henchman to him yeah the, the goon the goon that beats them up later um yeah so that leads into the scene so he's like i think w what they were trying to set up was who can you trust right yeah like, which i think could have worked if they made the first that first whole half of the movie like a psychological thriller you know what i mean where he was really really questioning whether these parents the parents were his or not and then we saw it from like his perspective of like the parents doing weird shit or like past flashbacks of the parents doing weird shit or talking about something i think then when it plays on his mind and like more than a day goes by in the movie like and he's pondering that but then like you also set up that lily collins is close to him too yeah you know what i mean because like they're just kind of like neighbors who had like a fling during one summer at this point which we don't even know about. They kind of just have like lovely gazed at each other at this point. Yeah. So, but, but I think then they could have been like, oh, this is where Lily and him like really connect is when they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And then maybe Kozlov to become like a bigger enemy or like a bigger bad guy, certainly planting things in his head through that chat website where he tries to like dig for more information you know what I mean? And then he could be like, listen, like, I know who your father is, blah, 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 blah. And then gave us some information of like, oh, those really aren't his real parents. But then also like you enforce the bad guy to make him a worse guy. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean? to, to sh not even show his motivations, but to like double down of, OK, that's clearly the bad guy. But then um, when like the, his psychologist ends up also being a CIA operative, she 
retired or she like left i guess no she she like goes rogue okay just then yeah yeah for for nathan why though because she knew his father it's because because she was like oh we can't trust the dude from the cia because again it's revealed so much later in the movie that he wanted the data because he was on that list which is it was very blatantly obvious that that's the reason he wanted the list yeah, he looks at him in the diner when they're in the diner in Pittsburgh, and he's like, he's like, you're curious, you're curious, you know what curiosity does? It gets you killed or something <laughs> like that. Some stupid line like yeah. that. Um, yeah. So then we find out that his psychologist is actually a CIA agent, and she tells him not to trust the CIA. Which then they try to leave because Kozlov is at the hospital. He ends up tracking them down through, I guess, the phone call. That he tried to put into nine one one. Yeah, remember they have this little like like tech station where they have like radios and they're they're transferring calls and stuff like that. But how? I get how the CIA. Oh, I don't get how the CIA <laughs> was there at well, the nine one one call center. But how did uh, Coslow get his number or whatever? Get get that call. It's from a payphone in a hospital <laughs> to nine one one. How is he able to get get on that call? Because he, he hacked into the CIA. That's what, that was the whole thing, but was the that CIA's, they were hacked into the CIA. The CIA is not hacked. It was not a 911 <laughs> call. Yeah, but it was intercepted by the CIA, and apparently uh, inter- in this Intercepted movie, in person. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he called. Apparently, they I, they must have wired that thing. Because there, there no, was no way I, to know. I remember the, the 911 operator handing him the handing Frank the I, phone. I, but I don't think that was the 911 operator. I think that was the CIA patching themselves into that call. You think? Okay. Maybe. Because then, then, then it makes sense why he's right behind him. Because why would he be standing like behind the girl? You know what I mean? Why would he be standing right behind a 911 operator in you hopes s- that this dude would call 911? You see, Andy... I thought it was that way, and it could have been. It could have been. <laughs> With this movie in, it could have been. See, but there was a moment before when he was, like, figuring out that his parents weren't his parents, where he was answering questions himself, and I was like, finally, we found a movie where right. we're not going to have to grasp at straws, <laughs> and then, like, a scene later, we're grasping at straws. Yeah. Very, uh, very, very not happy with that I, result. I also confusing how, uh, the... The, the therapist was like, I was like, oh, is the CIA equally as bad as the guys who were going to kill him? Well, right. I don't know. And that that was setting up for the twist. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that that moment was supposed to keep you guessing of who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Which it does, but it's just not effective by the way that they set up the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's what I think was a big fault because that could have yeah. been pulled off. It was a risky move kind of, but that could have been totally pulled off because – I don't know if you're just trying to go for something that's just never been done before, um, but they did not. They did not uh, pull no. that one off. This, this whole movie has been done before in Jason Bourne. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's all abducted. We, we yeah, <laughs> World that's credit. all. I, I I spent a good amount of time looking at reviews, and that's all what anyone had to say. Was yeah, Jason I, Bourne knockoff like? Well, yeah, because he's against everybody. Jason Bourne's against everybody. Yeah. Um, those movies are way better executed <laughs> and acted too um so then they escape the hospital with the psychologist who's also a cia agent um yes. what was her name jerry i think her name is jerry Dr. and she's Bennett. like 
Okay. And she's like, hey, uh, I don't think that was a real name, though. And I think we learned that later. But uh, he, she's like, hey, I'm going to she's getting trailed by, I guess, both Kozlov and the CIA. And she's like, yeah. hey, I'm going to make a sharp turn here. Jump out. Yep. <laughs> and then she's like, there's a 10 foot ravine. Go to this address in, in, in Philadelphia. There's going to be here's a key. It's going to be to an apartment. <laughs> no, 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 not in Philadelphia. They are in Philadelphia. It's in Virginia. It's in Virginia. OK. No, 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 no. It wasn't Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Yes, I corrected myself. The cemetery is in Virginia. Yes, the cemetery. So I think they go to a random apartment building in Pittsburgh. I believe that's what. Oh, no. Or was it in Virginia? I think she says Virginia. Yeah, because remember, like, so after they go down the ravine and they go into the water, right? And they're hiding from. Yeah, and then they hitchhike. They stop and they go, and he goes, Can you take us to Virginia? And the guy goes, Yeah, sure. Yes, okay. So so I was right on that. Okay. Yes. Um, But another thing, why in the hell? They're getting chased and, like, they just go to a trailer park, steal two blankets, and they go, Oh, let's cuddle and fall asleep under this tree next to this swamp. (laughs) Well, they lost him. I think they really did lose him. Although the helicopter was flying right above them. It was <laughs> it was uh, like a patch of woods in Pittsburgh. What, like, no, they lost him, Andy. You're right. <laughs> apparently, apparently Pittsburgh's very woody. This movie yeah. showed me that there's a lot of woods in Pittsburgh. So, um. <laughs> like, that's uh, like, it's, it's been what it. Not even the night after the the his his parents' no, house gets it's the exploded. same night. It's, it's the, the same night. night. They haven't even gone to sleep yet. Yeah. So why couldn't they have continued? And then like I'm like, oh, we stayed up all night. Well, she, oh, she was frozen 17? from going in the lake. Yeah, no, because they were cold from going in the lake, so they were freezing. Although Taylor Lautner doesn't show that he's freezing oh, when he goes into sh- into a lake and when oh, they're yeah. like you know fully clothed. It's because she comes out and, and Lily Collins is literally shaking. Yeah, and that's when he decides, oh, I'm gonna go get the blankets, but he shows no no signs. Yep. I th- again, I, he he's a bad actor. I, turned, I'm a flat turned out. Turned into Shark Boy again. Yeah. In this movie. It's again. I think you're, you said it before. He's just a pretty boy who got like a, a nice role. Uh, he just couldn't act. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot to work with with what like was kind of given to them because their dialogue is very like I did not like their dialogue but at all. But that's the thing. Lily Collins killed it. And but she, that's because she's a good actress. That's because that's she's, my she's point an of amazing actress. Yeah, but I don't I, like you know to say that Taylor. Like it shows that Taylor Lautner is a bad actor. Yeah. Like it points him out as a bad actor. But I think there's more that goes into that with Lily Collins being a good actress. You know but, what I'm, uh, saying? I'm saying that doesn't. He's the main character, and he like fucked some lines. Like some lines where he yeah. was reading off. Someone had a, a big old board, and he was looking at it, and he yeah. added no personality, no depth to any of it. And he didn't. It was like, uh, like I want to say, a, a good like eight times where that happened. Where like, like said, like uh, on, on the line with the phone, where he was like, oh, I'm pretty shaken up. Even that was better than what Taylor Lautner said. It, you know, he was like, I am shaken up a little. You know what I mean? Wait, like, how did you know my name? Yeah, <laughs> like things like that, where it just it didn't it. Uh, it's he's a bad actor like it's no if ands or buts like it's very apparent in this movie taylor if you're listening to this i tried man i tried sticking up for you uh, that'd <laughs> no. be really sad if you're listening to a bad movie review of a movie you did back in 2011 but i was tw- yes it was tw- <gasps> wait is this the same year as jack and jill no way oh no <laughs> 
Dude, imagine you're like taking a girlfriend out and you're like, oh, what movie do you want to see? Oh, let's go see a comedy. And you see Jag and Show. And then the next weekend, you're like, you know what? Let's go action this time. That comedy really sucked. Let's go for this teen, this teen adolescent coming of age movie. I went on Google and it said movies that are related to this, to these adolescent movies. You know what came up? The Breakfast Club. <laughs> 16 candles. And I almost choked on my spit. I almost choked on my spit. Oh, man. Not even comparable. Yeah. Not even comparable. Um, I liked when... So they go to sleep in the woods. Back on track. Yeah, they go yeah, to yeah. sleep in the woods. Um, they wake up the next morning and they're like totally cuddling together. Yep. She is like, why didn't you, like, ask me out back in eighth grade? And they go into the story about how they kissed, which is had this, like, weird tension that they've just had for years where they stare lovingly at each other. And then she has, like, this whole conversation of, like, why didn't you kiss me? Why didn't you ask me out and everything? And then she goes, Nathan, are we going to (laughs) die? And I thought that was amazing. (laughs) Um... Then what happens? They go to the cemetery. Oh no, they go to the safe, the safe house. house. Oh, okay. A safe house. I, I have a good bit to say. Sure. Uh, all right. So they enter, and you know, he's looking around. He's like finding stuff. He immediately finds like the hidden phone with the <laughs> encryption on it, a gun, and like three like thousand dollars. And I'm like, oh, all of that will come to use in this movie, right? Nope. Never touched the money. Never touched the gun. But oh yeah, that that random phone. Yeah, that's important. Let me grab that. That was left unprotected. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just like in a, like a, a cup holder on the desk. It was just it, it was just in the desk. Like he opened the desk and it, put oh, all in the three desk. things, and then he just sat back and looked at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, it was kind of like a Scarface thing. Where it was like, here's all of my like treasures. And it's like what? <laughs> he doesn't even take the gun with it, right? Like, yeah, let's steal the car. But oh, like getting caught with a stolen car and a gun, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um. So then they go and visit the grave. Uh, yeah, after um, what is it? Uh, it was in like a photo. There was like an address and a photo of his mother that he remembers. Like, oh, that's my mother mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and they had, I guess, the grave marker in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, uh, the and plot then, number. Yeah, and then they go visit that, and then Lily Collins works over like this this humongo fat nerd that's like working <laughs> the computers and she's like watch this yeah <laughs> this dude like cream in his pants and she's like hey can we uh know where those flowers are sent from and he says omaha um <laughs> yeah. and then that triggers kozlov's uh uh tracking device that the name was searched or maybe the cia that the name is searched and then kozlov knows because he's hacked the cia, Into the CIA yeah but that's yeah. So the guy's name is like Voldemort, but with computers. Where it's, if it's written anywhere, anytime, for any reason, they know about it. I, I think. Well, it, they did say the full name. It was like the wife's name, so it was like Corinna Price or whatever yeah. it was, Aubrey Price. And um, I guess that name would have been. Nah. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's plausible. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's a stretch. <laughs> That they would have found out from a, a cemetery computer. They would have found that name and thought of it as inconspicuous. Um, yeah, so, the name gets pulled up when the guy sends him flowers. So, like, what the fuck does... Whatever. Whatever. When, um, you know, when the husband sends her flowers, it would pull up. What? I got whatever. Yeah, no, and that's not triggering anything. Well, yeah. I, I, people were on the run, so they weren't keywording the names, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, 
so then they drive and he's like oh we need to ditch this car yep they ditched the car yes yes uh and they need to go back to they decide to go back to pittsburgh or are they going to omaha now i, I either way all i know is they get fake ids then go on a train i think they go back to pittsburgh and then plan to go to omaha yeah because when they get off the train they're still in they're pittsburgh. in pittsburgh yeah yeah they're no they're back to pittsburgh because they were to, yes. in virginia and then they went back to pittsburgh on the train yeah. Which is a six hour trip, by the way. So later in the movie, when when the CIA agent catches them and he's like, why, why are you guys running? Like, like, I I was there on the day that you were born, Nathan. Like, he was <laughs> just saying, like, just please, like, like, give up. We're not going to chase you through these woods. And he goes, um, uh, what does he say? He says, it's been like, what, 22 hours? You guys got to be hungry. <laughs> Virginia is a six hour trip away from Pittsburgh. So Easily, yeah. uh, by car. By car. So I don't even want to know. Like, there's probably more time added onto that by train. So they literally went to Virginia and Pittsburgh and back. That's 12 hours. In, in like, a, like a, a $60,000 BMW. Imagine it, if it was, like, oh, yeah, like a nice fast car. Like, a you know, a fucking Ferrari or, like, a, a Porsche. They could have done something. It was just, you know, like a, a you know, sedan BMW. Like. <laughs> and the way that they go down to find the car like they have the keys and they go down and they look in the doorway and they see the car and they're like oh yeah that, that's a ride <laughs> yeah again it couldn't, you couldn't have got a nicer <laughs> car you could no. have rented a Ferrari for like 200 budget, budget bucks for an hour million. yeah yeah budget okay. was only 35 million dude cause that makes a difference because that would have been like oh yeah six hour drive oh yeah night oh yeah they would have just flown like you know what I mean in like a oh whatever a, a Lamborghini yeah Maserati. right yeah a Lotus, you know, something. <laughs> One of the director's cars, you know, used for two seconds. Um. So then they get onto the tr- – so then they meet up with – they go back to Pittsburgh because they, then they have to meet up with, with Dilly. Yeah, okay. Dilly, Gilly, Gilly, Gilly. To get the fake ideas. Yeah, so it had to have been Pittsburgh. So it had to have been Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he's just like, I did everything you said because that's the only one that he can give him. <laughs> <laughs> he, say, he says it later too at the, yes. at the, the Pirates game, which the, the climactic scene of this movie happens at a Pirates <laughs> game. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about the tickets. So Gilly, <laughs> Gilly just like has he's like ah yo like I have VIP tickets to the Pittsburgh game. <laughs> yeah, it's Pittsburgh like the Pirates first game. five minutes in the movie it's mentioned, and it's not mentioned till like the last fifteen minutes. Of Baseball the movie? games don't really have VIP tickets. I don't. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he says VIP tickets, and they're like just sitting. They're just sitting in 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 a row. Regular seats. Yeah. yeah, in regular seats, not in a box or anything. They're just in regular seats. Dude, if it was a box, also they would have to pay money to get a box. But it would have <laughs> been something else, you know. Like it was like, dude, imagine how funny it would have been if it was like him and this old guy. You know, and it's, it's a box, so people own it, and it was just like a family, and they're having a good time, and it's just this kid and this old Russian guy just like beefing, and this family like, dude, what the fuck is going on with that? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would that would have been so funny instead of like they're fighting over a gun. Yeah, in the box Pittsburgh Pirate game, which which like by the way has been like one of the worst teams. Uh, Twenty eleven. I'm trying to remember if they were good. I don't think they were. That stadium looked really empty when they showed the wide shots yeah. of it. Um, um anyway, let's go back to the train. We got we got to go over that whole thing. That, so, that was so a fucking ride. They use the fake IDs to get on the train, and then the like number one, it, like the second hand man of Kozlov gets on the train with them in a super ominous way. Um, and he is like trying to get them alone. 
But so now Lily Collins and Taylor Lautner, they're like professing their feelings for each other. Um, and they just like start to make out. And that like, was like, like a lot. Like there, there's a lot of action going on there. And and like I'm like these two went into the scene of like, hey, let's just like go hard. on each other. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't they holding were like, back at all. That, that was like real passion was going on. They were like, the let's keep going until this get until they say cut <laughs> like, and then keep going. Cause like he he grabs her ass. Yeah, boy, I was uncomfortable. Yeah, I was very uncomfortable watching that. I was like, how is this PG thirteen? Again, yeah, that's I I I made a comment. I was like, oh, that's the one PG thirteen thing. But then a guy's neck got snapped. So I was like, ah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Those intense when that movie got intense, it got really intense. Which I enjoyed the fight scenes, like the fight scene that's about to come up on the train. Um, so yeah, he, he throws like the, the goon throws haymakers and yeah. they, like, that was like Taylor, Taylor Honor in the action scenes. I'll give him credit. He, he... And, and Lily Collins too. They looked great in those. Yeah. Action. Oh, they all looked great. That, that action sequence on the train made this movie better. Yeah. Like absolutely. It, it literally made this movie better. Cause I'm going to now argue that like this shouldn't have been a 5% movie. No, I agree. Actually. Considering that we just watched Jack and Jill, and that was like two, yeah. two and a half. Two, I think this two and a half. Around three movie. Yeah, this was like a ten. Like yeah, I, I, my expectations were low. I thought this was going to be a slog getting through. I laughed through the entirety of this movie. Well, it, all right, the first half, I was like straight up confused. I'm pretty sure I even <laughs> texted you. I was like, you were like, all right, I'm about to start. Like, honestly, I'm confused, dude. I don't ask me any questions. <laughs> you said, uh. Oh, but unprompted, you said this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, I'm I'm just starting it now. You said it's bad, so confusing. Uh, at the 52 minute mark, the plot of the movie gets revealed. Don't worry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm 15 minutes in. Already have a page of notes. Um, right. Uh, let's get into. All right. So I like the Lily Collins getting caught by the goon. I like that. Like that was very. Like, he grabbed her. You know, she had, like, the big old lunch. She's like, oh, you know, we're going to sit, relax on the train. We're going to go see his father or whoever. I don't think they knew who it really was. And, like, she gets grabbed. Like, I mean, grabbed and thrown into a room. And then and she's... Then punched uh, in the face. Punched in the face, yeah. And she's, like, she's frazzled. And she's, like, on the floor, like, gr- like grasping. Like, her, like, eyes were, like, you know, blown up. She was seeing stars. I was like, oh, my God. Like, again, like, she acted the shit out of this movie. And then... She, she gets punched again, and he's like, oh, tell, tell me where Nathan is. And she goes, she's like, just, like, again, frazzled, and she just, like, it's like, no, I can't. And uh, he pulls out um, uh, a cigar cutter, and, like, she's, like, again, like, forcing, and he can't do it. And, you know, he's trying to get around her finger, and she's, like, f- fighting a little bit. And he finally gets it around it, and, like, he's, like, ready to do it. And he's like, tell me now. And she just goes, okay. okay. I'm like, oh, that was a good, that was a good scene. It was intense. Yeah. It was really intense. And, and but it worked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really worked. Um, yeah, and then he gets uh, he ends up going and uh, fighting Taylor Lautner back in their their car, their private car, I yeah. guess. And um, uh, that scene was great. You know, he was throwing him through like the the wood the, like, walls yeah, and stuff, yeah. and, and things walls. were falling down. They were like choking each other up against walls and stuff. Um, the two things I would pick out of that scene, which it's going to seem kind of nitpicky. He smashes Taylor Lautner's face against the window of the train and it cracks. Yeah. 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 
And I was like, oh, okay. And also, nobody saw them fighting in that room, and nobody saw him, like, abduct Lily Collins. <laughs> nobody saw that. Nobody she, saw, like, a tray of food and her screaming. Yeah, that's another thing. She dropped a good bit of food on the floor. Uh, yeah, but that uh, t- Taylor fights dirty. And, you know, he's, like, hitting him in the groin and, like, doing all this weird stuff. Oh, it's supposed to be, like, oh, foreshadowing with the dad, him and his dad fighting. And he throws him out of the moving train window. And that's how that, that fight sequence ends. Well, no, he beats him up. He gets him into, like, a triangle choke, which, I mean, you know, that's a real, it's a real move. And it looked pretty decent, even yeah. if it was movie standards. Uh, and then he throws him out. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I, I Taylor has some MMA background, so that uh, MMA martial arts background, ah, probably the same. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. That triangle choke looked good. Like even the wrestling, that hip throw is fucking good. Uh, but yeah, I also Andy, I I think I gotta argue with you. I think that guy lived. Yeah. Because when they were taking away, he had a neck brace on. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't he be in a body bag if he was dead? Oh, that's true. He didn't seem like he was breathing. Oh, no. he IRL, dead. Moving train after getting chokeholded and, like, punched out of a window, dude, dead. For sure, 100%. But in the movie, he was, you know, PG-13. Can't, anyway, no one could die. I, I, thought he was on like a, I thought he was on, like, a coroner board. I didn't think he was on just, like, no, he, he was on like some type of gurney, you know? Yeah, it, it, but he had the neck brace. That's what I'm saying. He would have been in a body bag if, if that was the case. That's true. That's also, the parents died, so I you know, retract my statement of Peach 13 movies. Parents yeah, died. and we, we see them we get see them, shot. Yep. Yep. We see them get shot. And then we see the uh, the other henchman get his neck snapped, and then the third one blows up from a bomb that was in the oven. So, <laughs> Well, that's not on, can- on like, in, we don't see it. But we see both parents die. Like, so, um, uh, ba-ba-ba. Train scene. What's after the train scene? Do they run again? Oh, they run. They yeah. get caught. Yeah, they they escape the train when the CIA like I guess stops it. Yeah, because they're investigating um, Kozlov's henchmen getting thrown out of the uh, out of the moving train. So they're like, oh, that's Kozlov's guy. Yeah. So they investigate it. They sneak off the train and then they get caught. Oh, they go into the main road. Remember that they go into the main road and, and then, then the CIA caught. people catch them. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was and then to. they have the dinner with the CIA agent in the diner, <laughs> the, diner the Pittsburgh diner, baby. a Pittsburgh diner where there was like no people around at all. No chefs, no cooks, no <laughs> yeah, bystanders. A, a, a lot of this movie, except for the school, the school had a lot of, um, uh, in the, in the pirates game. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, there was no extras. Yeah. Obviously, it, was you know, it was, it was B-roll. It was honestly all B-roll. <laughs> Yeah, like even like that would have been something like having uh, a couple sitting next door, and the, you know when the, you know sh- the shooting breaks out, they're like ah, I scream, blah blah blah, and they're like oh, get down. That's a little something would have made a big difference. Oh, it was in a suburban neighborhood that a yeah. house blew up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in a suburban neighborhood that a house blew up, and there was nobody around. He goes, he jumps on his motorbike and then starts off roading with it with Lily Collins on the back, who's injured, and they don't see a single soul until they reach the hospital. <laughs> There is, there is no, like, there is no extra. They tried to not pay the extras as much as they can. Yeah. Um, then a pretty good battle scene ensues when Kozlov's men catch up to the CIA guys. They overpower them pretty easily, which was kind of, but, uh. Again, what is with, like, movies, American movies, where, like, police officers totally incompetent. Like, CIA, like, trained off, 
incompetent as ever. Like it takes them like what five minutes to be like, hey, uh, Bravo team, what's your status? <laughs> <laughs> and then like with like five of Kozlov's guys, all with like these high powered rifles that are picking off these CIA guys who have also assault rifles. Both, yeah, they're both armed, like, to the teeth. The head CIA guy and the chick that was, like, tending to Lily Collins, who was, like, another CIA person, who just had Glocks in their in their holsters, they pretend to be dead as Kozlov's men come into the diner. They're, like, sitting there laying there dead. And when they're, like, all right, they're all dead, they turn, like, around. And both of them pick up their Glocks and fire at them, and they don't die. They take out all these men with high-powered rifles with Glocks, by pretending to be dead. <laughs> and like, if you're a trained assassin, you're double tapping those bodies. Yeah. Especially if they're like a CIA agent. So yeah. just, just very fun. They have no bullet holes on them. Like you would have seen a bullet yeah. hole. You, somebody would have said, Hey, listen, I think I caught one. Um, so that was pretty funny to me too. And then they escape. The kids escape again. Nathan and, and yep. Karen escape again. Um, they end up, what do they do? They end up going, they end up driving away. Oh, then he plans. Oh, he steals the truck and then he calls the guy, Kozlov. Well, Kozlov Kozlov calls him on the phone that he took off the henchman. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. 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 And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I've been carrying this phone around me since the train. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, don't you know they can track you? Yeah. Right. Like a simple... (laughs) Like GPS track. I know it's 2011, but like a ship, like any phone had GPS tracking back then. So, so that was that was a pretty funny scene. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna kill." He like speaks with him, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna kill this guy with like a bunch of people around. We're meeting at a public place. If I'm gonna give you this phone, because uh, he threatens Lily Collins's parents uh, who are coming off their Air Italia <laughs> flight. Yeah, Air Italia. <laughs> two days who have no idea anything that's going on nobody yep. from the cia have contacted them to tell them that their daughter is also missing after a house explosion yep um and and also she like goes to call the uncle because she's like oh let me tell my uncle that i'm alive yeah and then it, it's it's also tapped into a cia phone i think they were like in the safe house in virginia when that happens and she calls so like and it, she it transfers never, to the cia yes the uncle never hears about it the uncle never hears about it so yeah, that's just never brought up again. Uh, uh, let's go over the, the pirates game now. <laughs> so he lures him to a pirates game by using the tickets that we brought up before about Gilly. And Gilly, what's his job there? He just gives him a gun. Does he give him a gun? Where did he get that gun from? No, because the gun in the safe house was not a revolver. It would have made a much more sense if the the gun in the safe house was a revolver or no, the gun matched. So, How did he get that gun past past oh, the security no, of a ready, Andy, ready to come full circle. It's Gilly's gun because he goes to the shooting range with it. Boom. <laughs> we did it, Andy. Full circle. Everything full has circle. a reason. <laughs> yeah. How did he get it past security? Uh, uh, yeah, why was it already taped to the chair? He gave him a duffel bag. Yeah. That's how they got it past did, security. Did he get into the game, what, yesterday and tape it to the chair? <laughs> like the chairs don't flip up? Yeah, because they, they got to – him and and uh, Kozlov got to their seats at the same time. Yes. So there was no way that he could have taped that gun like underneath his seat while they were sitting there. <laughs> 
and it's a stadium seat, so it, you know, it flips up so people can just clean. You know? I, mystery. Mystery. Um, so then, like, I, I think, like, his father calls him before that, too, when he gets in, and he's like, turn around and walk out of that yeah. game. And he's like, no, I'm killing Kozlov. He's like, yeah. sorry, Dad. Or he doesn't even say Dad. He says Martin, his dad's real name. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, don't do that. You're not ready. And he's like, eh. And he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> um... But uh, then Ko- he sits down with Kozlov. That scene was so weird because it's like, did they not see each other? Like, I didn't understand the whole point of them. Was it supposed to be, like, more ominous than I'm putting on? Like, because there was no music change. There was no, like, like intense music. They were just, like, walking down the aisle at the same pace yeah. on either side of where they're supposed to sit. And they're just, like, staring at each other. Like... <laughs> <laughs> scene was kind of weird. Also, I, I, this is when I was like, oh, I love this guy. He was like, he's just like, like munching on popcorn. He's like, hey, baseball, <laughs> love popcorn. <laughs> he said, I don't understand this game. And Taylor Lautner gives him nothing. He didn't, yeah! say like, he didn't say like, yeah, it's an American game. You wouldn't understand. He is no line. No, like, no, Kozlov's no. just like, he's like, so baseball game, something happened, fan cheer, huh? Yeah. And he just sat there and stared and he's, he's like, like, all right, all right, fine. I tell you about how your father got killed. How yeah, about like, dude, he's like, Akazo is giving it his all, and Taylor's just pouting the entire time, gripping dude. the gun, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> putting the hammer down, and then putting the hammer back up, and then down <laughs> again, and then back up, and then he loses the gun after cheering at a home run. <laughs> no, he, didn't he stand up? What did he stand up for? for the, I home guess the home run. run yeah. yeah, he stood up for the home run. What a moron. <laughs> yeah, that's idiot. when the seat flipped up pirates fan fucking idiot <laughs> wearing a roberto clemente jersey who hasn't played with the team in 40 years uh yeah and then uh what'd you make of kozlov's story i guess we were supposed to have an emotional connection to that too of like the story about how his mom died um again a pretty intense scene where she's like choking on gas and she throws um, her gas mask under the gas mask that under I think the she bed, had yeah. underneath the bed to like the um, three year old Taylor Lautner and <laughs> the three year old knew to use the gas mask like a kid wouldn't just like cry and flail because she didn't instruct him to at all. She was getting killed by Kozlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, again, a pretty intense scene. And he's like, the worst mistake I ever had was I didn't check under the bed. And I'm like, ugh, get this guy out of here. Yeah. Kill him already. <laughs> um, Taylor pull the trigger? <laughs> yeah. Well, then he reaches down for his gun. He realizes it's not there. Yeah. Kozlov stole it when he stood up for the home run. Um, and then I guess he just runs and Kozlov chases him. Yeah, Taylor's like doing parkour and Kozlov is like like speed walking around the stadium. Pushing through people. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a people with nachos and he just goes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. pushes through people. Out the way! And he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then um, his dad calls him. He's hiding in like a shop. His dad calls him and says like, I'm here. Lead him out to the south parking lot. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, and, and, then, and then Taylor like hops over a railing and slides down like a glass ceiling and then breaks his ankle. I'm like, what was that necessary? And nobody, it does, it doesn't in front come of so again. many people yeah. walking around. <laughs> no no security anywhere. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, like I was about to, uh, oh, if this is in New York, I'd be like, yeah, 
Like that's that's happened in New York. Someone's like parkour and like broke their ankles, and people have like stepped over them to be like, "Dude, fuck out of here!" Like you know, it's Pittsburgh, so I guess it's a little a little same. I can't, you know, I don't know from experience, but does that <laughs> yeah, happen well, in, in, in New York. You dude? spit on your broken ankle and you, you walk on. That's what happens <laughs> in Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah, and then he, he just broken ankle walks on it out of the stadium, no problem. Also, the game is just over at this point too, because everyone else is leaving. Yeah. Um, which they allude to later. I guess they just didn't get enough B-roll of uh, what was going on. That's <laughs> literal B-roll. Like, like you see people like standing in the parking lot, like talking about the game. Meanwhile, Kozlov is holding out like a, a revolver to a kid in the middle of a He's parking screaming, lot. Screaming, "I'll shoot!" <laughs> and no one glances an eye. No one like freaks out. No one screams. Nothing. And then Kozlov sees like the glimmer of like a sniper rifle, like it's Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't, like, literally, that's not a thing that happens. No one, like, moves their scope so much that you see the glare. Of the sun against yeah. their scope. <laughs> well, I mean, he was playing Modern Warfare 2 earlier in the game, so <laughs> it was a callback, you know, full yeah, circle. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> continuity, Every, continuity. Yeah, everything has a reason in. <laughs> everything comes back. Everything comes back in the end. Uh, Except for the reason that he has rage issues. Yep. Uh, that, then uh, Kozlo gets shot dead and uh, Taylor Lautner never sees his father again well <laughs> let's break down the conversation so apparently encrypted on the phone of why the CIA guy wanted him to give this, him specific, the man of the CIA specifically I think his name is Frank he wanted yeah, Frank, yes. to take over the encryptions because his name was he, on it yeah, his name was on it, so it was going to bring up, I guess, him doing illegal shit. Yeah, I don't know if we uh, which isn't insinuated. Like, yeah, yes, I don't know if we described what was on it, but he said what was it was uh, encrypted data that it was Coslo's like insider traders of like the CIA and uh, political officials were tr- giving evidence away or giving political favors away. It was uh, something along those lines. Of like, oh, that was in the diner where I wasn't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where I was very not invested in the dialogue between the two. Um, so then, like, Frank's boss, who we've seen, like, a couple times just being like, clean this shit up, Frank, yes, is yes, pretty yes. much all we've seen him say. Uh, he's like, yeah, that's weird. Martin, who was Tyler Lautner's dad in the movie, told me you'd say that. <laughs> and it's like, what? Why didn't he, like, and he's like, oh, Do that from the beginning. Yeah, well, well, then there's, like, the phone call between Taylor and his dad, and he's just like... He's like, you never cared for me. And he's like, oh, I've been a terrible father. And he's like, oh, I want to see you. And, and like, he just disappears again to be like, no, for your safety, I can't, I can't show up. Um, but like, if he really did care that much, he only showed up for one scene at the end of this journey, Hmm. you know? And he only called him like twice during this whole thing Yeah, when he knew that his kid was like on the run. Yeah, I, I don't get I, – I, I'm trying to recall what his father said on the phone. But he was like, oh, I've made too many mistakes. I can't see you. And it's like, what? Like, amount, like I get you're, like, you, you're a murderer. Like, you – oh, I remember um, when they were having a conversation. He was like, oh, your dad has this special rule where he can break the Geneva Convention. He's killed children and mothers. And, like, I forget what else. Right? Do you remember that scene of, like yeah. – I was just like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's Russian. It's something got lost in translation. Yeah, I, but I was like, are we supposed to hate the father now for no reason? That's never been there. I mean, you know nothing about him. 
I thought that was a ploy by Kozlov. It's a good point that you bring yeah, up. Right? Yeah, right. I think it was a ploy. It was a ploy by Kozlov for yeah. him to give him the phone. Yes. But like Taylor Lautner doesn't even fall for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just so, does his. Uh, I'm gonna kill him yeah, anyway. His like pouty Taylor Lautner face that's everywhere. He like doesn't need to be convinced ever in this movie. <laughs> Either. Like he does not need to be convinced about anything. He automatically knows, like, like, oh, I'm being tricked here. Like, yeah. you know, that's a, um, yeah. So he just has the conversation with his dad. He goes back into Lily Collins as like the Pittsburgh game is over, and he was like, ha ha, how is that for a first date? And they kind of like <laughs> laugh off the past 22 hours in which they've almost died like nine different times, uh, getting chased by a government and by like an arm of uh, uh, information dealer from Russia, um. And yeah, that's the end of the movie, and then the credits roll. <laughs> I mean, what what a fucking ending, dude! Like, it, like useless, like masterpiece in bad movie making. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, literally, literally, they're like, oh, well, we have the stadium for another like twenty minutes. What do you guys want to do? And they're like, ah, oh, fucking shoot the ending. <laughs> Let's film them in MPD Stadium in pirate's gear, just sitting and talking to each other. Yep, <laughs> perfect. Roll credits, boys. We did it. High fives all around. Jesus, man. Um, yeah, this movie was this movie was pretty bad. Uh, I'm trying to look for. Do you have any of the grades? What was it? A five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Five uh, percent Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty five percent Metacritic and five point one out of ten on IMOB. Yep, this movie had a budget of thirty five million dollars. Domestically, it only did twenty eight million. Um, it actually weekend, did I well, it right? Did, and actually, it did fifty-four million for a total of eighty-two million dollars that this movie made. Um, uh, do you want to guess the tagline of this movie? Um, Taylor Lautner learns the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Close. What if your entire life was a lie? <laughs> wow. That makes so much more sense. Did they change the, the movie? Was abduction <laughs> supposed to be the real, like, thing about the movie? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, is that, like, it would have made more sense in the beginning of it if they had it as a psychological thriller yeah. where he legitimately thought he was abducted. Because, like, oh, they make, like, hints of it and he was on, like, the missing.com or whatever, but it's he's never, like, thinking that he was abducted yeah. by two other people. I, and like and like even Lily Collins alludes to it. Like she has a yeah. dialogue line that says that says, Then who are those people in your house? Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like and he's just like, Hey mom, are you my real mom? No. And she's like, No. <laughs> I, I honestly they had to have changed this again, they they paid a million dollars for this screenplay. They had to have changed something about it. Because they kept the 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 shell around abduction with like, you know, all the stuff and like the idea, but then they changed the center of like the movie. Yeah. To to there's like ah oh, Jason Bourne to did Jason well. Bourne. Yeah. yeah. To literally Jason Bourne. We unfortunately didn't get to see, to see Frank from the CIA go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nathan Bryce. It's Nathan Bryce. Uh, the producer of this movie. I hope you're ready to <laughs> not drop your jaw to the floor. The producer of this movie is John Singleton. If that name sounds familiar, he was the writer and director of Boys in the Hood. Oh. Um. He also uh, produced Shaft, and uh, produced like his own movie. Uh, this was his last film before he died in 2019, uh, and it also won a Golden Reel, which I don't know the distinction of that award for dialogue and ADR in a feature film. <laughs> 
I don't know any scenes that are eighty yard. All right, Adam, do you have uh, do you have any reviews <laughs> for us uh, to go through? So nor- normally, I I've been getting my my previous reviews from Google reviews, but they were so weird because they were troll like mm. five star reviews, and like you had to like watch the movie to understand the review made fun of it. So it was mm. weird. So uh, I have this one, this great one from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> uh, the only thing good about this film is <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> Go Pirates! <laughs> That's a beautiful send-off. <laughs> <laughs> of all the teams, they just chose the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> I, I don't think we've, we've like even gone into all of that, of like... Why Pittsburgh? <laughs> of like all cities, like I guess it couldn't have been New York, but uh, they chose Pittsburgh. Yeah, so they said, ah, let's let's take a more foresty place like Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, foresty. <place. laughs> Can say that Pittsburgh probably has more forests than New York does, which isn't true because all upstate New York is is, yep, is forest is forest. So, um. All right, uh, Adam. What is your rating on this movie? Um, I'll I'll get you know what I'll I'll give it a three. I, I think that's what I gave mm. it the wrong Missy. It like there is a couple lines in this movie like the 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 bomb is in the oven. Oh, I like the popcorn. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> By the way, I killed your father. <laughs> I killed your mother. I killed, I killed your, your mother. mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's. I, uh, this movie is just really confusing, though. Like, like plot line <laughs> slipped through the cracks. Like, there was nothing to grasp at a lot of the time. Like I said, 52 minutes, I was like, oh, that is what I'm supposed to be thinking about this movie. That is the plot. Yeah, definitely not the right way to do, like, a psychological thriller-type movie. Yeah. Um, just horror, just not well executed. Not well executed. Right, L- Lily Collins probably gave it a whole point by herself, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, she's such a good actress, man. She's she literally just acted circles around Taylor Lautner in this movie. Um, and like it didn't come off as like her overacting either. I think just yeah. the lack of emotion showed by Taylor Lautner in this movie Dude. really like just I was like, ugh, like Lily Collins is such a good actor. I, I, I want this movie flipped in another universe where Lily Collins is the main actress. And this, she actually this... gets abducted. Yeah. <laughs> This movie, this movie would have sold like hotcakes, dude. Like it actually would have like done something, you know? Yeah, she's at a point I think in her career where she could do anything and slap her name on it, and millions of people are gonna watch it. You know, it's different in a Netflix streamer age. Um, yeah. But because it's just based on how much a, a place like Netflix or Hulu or um, Amazon is gonna promote it. Because uh, I think you know any movie that comes out new on Netflix that they're like pushing, it instantly goes to number one because people will just watch it whenever yeah. it comes out. So, um, all right. What's your rating on this, Andy? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a five. A five. Oh, okay. I don't think this was that bad of a movie compared to the last couple of weeks of what we watched. Where, like, Wrong Missy, you know, we just kind of knew what it was. It was a very like tired old plot. Um, <laughs> you know what my dad said about the Wrong Missy? What? He was like, "Oh yeah, it's a horrible movie, but if you're if you're real drunk, uh, it's got some laughs." <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, honestly, though, like before this movie, there was no complete movie on the list. 
Yeah. Like, The Wrong Missy was the closest one to having scenes that, like, actually connected to each other and told a story. And even there, there were some points where we were like, what the fuck is going on? Career Opportunities was definitely an incomplete movie. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jack and Jill was 1,000% an incomplete movie. So, um, I think I think this is my most liked movie. <laughs> I, I think oh. I like this better than the other movies we've watched so far. Uh, like, like I said, I gave it a three just because... I tell all in there, like, lost so many points. He, like, 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 went, like, well, to the moon with Twilight, and he was uh, best actor everyone was talking about. Just, like, skirting to a stall and just doing abduction, you know, and just falling off the face of the, pl- the planet Earth. No, he did other movies. They just were this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just yeah. acted the same way in these movies as he did here. Which um, some people could, some people can pull an Adam Sandler and be the same person in every role, and some people can't, you know. Well, or Will you have to go, This this movie was not directed for kids. I think that's the difference no, between yeah. him and Sandler. This movie was not directed for kids no, whatsoever. It, not, if they had a little more freedom, yeah. If it wasn't PG thirteen, maybe the fight scenes could have been a little, little better. Because that would still carry this movie. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> we we saw people get shot and killed in front of us, and it was still rated PG thirteen. Uh, I I don't know the ratings. We saw people's neck snap. Yeah. <laughs> we saw an ass grab of, of we we assume, 17-year-olds. <laughs> oh, they're not 17 at this point. They got to be both, like, 26, like, in the filming of this. No, no, in real life, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. in, 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 movie, in terms, movie terms, I yeah. think they were 17 yeah. or 18. Like, there was never a lot of vagueness. Like, yeah, we never addressed the vagueness in this movie. Just yeah. a lot of vagueness about a lot of different things. Um, and, uh... Yeah, but I th- I think I like this movie. I think I laughed this at this movie more than I laughed at any other movies on this list. Yeah, but it it was an action movie. That's not you're not giving credits to something that's not. It's like oh, this horror movie is haha funny. Like aha, put it in comedy. Like oh, oh. Well, I just set the bar so low. But also, we were entertained by the action. So yeah, yeah, that's another thing. So I think I'm just going to also naturally like rank action movies higher because I think when it comes to those type of movies, I turn off my ears when it comes to dialogue, like Demolition Man, anything that Arnold Schwarzenegger has done in the action films, anything Jason Statham has done in the action films, where those are so easy to just kind of sit back and like not critique the the Fast and Furious series. Um, you I, know, those I, movies that... Honestly, I yeah. think we got to do those Fast and Furious. I mean, they've just been done before. You know what I mean? I, we're just going to retread in what people are saying. Although those movies are going to be awesome. Like, no, we're going to have th- the, the best time. For, for the last couple recordings of this, we've bled for art, Andy. Like, I have not enjoyed, like, the total of a movie in a while. You know what I mean? Like, even when I'm watching, like, oh, I'll, you know, blah, 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 I'm going to watch this movie. I'm still nitpicking and, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, Yeah. I was listening to... um. I was listening to guys that I listened that they're like sports commentators, uh, but one of them does a movie called uh, a podcast called Cinephile, where they watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to like uh, say why is this poorly rated and is it is it like a true rating of like the movie, um, and he said it best. Uh, the guy's name was Adnan Verk. He said. Um, once I started watching bad movies, the curse that comes with it is that I can't watch good movies anymore because I'm always like that, that critiquing. That's true, yeah. And and like all these bad movies just rinse, rinse and repeat like things that are in good movies. 
So, like, you know, we're just going to see the same thing that we could have seen, like, done better, mm. <laughs> essentially. Unless we're watching, like, like a, a Tom Breen movie, right? That guy's name is Tom Breen. Yeah. Who's, oh, which is that's... just, like, eccentric. I don't... Has anyone done Tom Breen movies? No, Neil Breen movies. I'm sorry. Yes. It's fr- my brain. My brain. Tom had Green? To... <laughs> Am I confusing with Tom Green? My brain had to catch up. Sorry, I'm a little. Fre- uh... Freddy Gets Fingered? I mean, that movie could totally be on our <laughs> list, too. Um... All right, let's do our send-offs. Uh, you can yeah. follow us at Twitter at uh, NetFlopsPod. There we go. NetFlopsPod, one word. Uh, it will totally be up and running by this point, so please send us your bad movie reviews. We will gladly watch them in due time. You know, we have our okay. list, but submissions. it'll get added. Bad movie submissions. Review- oh, reviews, We're very yes. tired. This is our yes. second episode taped in the in day. In one day, yes. <laughs> and the other movie was Jack and Jill, so yeah. you can understand our uh again bleeding for art right now we're just you know we're chilling back in 2011 right now watching jack and chill <laughs> oh, five percenters and rotten tomatoes from 2011 although i didn't think this one was a five percenter i think this this should be yeah, like no, a that, 10 or 15 percent yeah honestly, i i think it just had some of the twilight haters and it kind yeah. of stuck with it you know and taylor lautner being bad yeah. taylor lautner being bad brought down yeah. a bunch of points so so yeah, f- feel free to add us on Twitter or, or, or DM us. We'll be happy to uh, add it to our list. Yeah, we're ready to keep this going as long as we can for the the future. Do you have anything to plug, Andy? Um, I do not. No, all right. No, you don't want your personals up. Oh uh, uh, yeah, okay. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anything at Andy Doherty. I'm on a bunch of social media sites. Um, I write a lot. I do other podcasts about sports and stuff. Um, and you can. Follow me on my own personal pages. And that's about it. All right. That's a pretty good send-off, Andy. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> Dreaming of this movie. Um, Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, to everybody listening, thank you guys so much. Please continue to listen to us. Like us. Share us. Whatever you have to do. If you like what you're listening, uh, show us some love. Don't be afraid to show us some love. We really appreciate all of that. Um, and that's it. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.